Hi everyone and welcome to The Sound Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. So let's begin. Hey everyone, we are back again. It is The Sound Seed. And this is a quick one. We're basically going to talk through something that we spoke about on one of our sessions on Monday. And I'm here with... Ifa. Hi, guys. Susanna. Hey, everybody. Wonderful. And the topic of last week's session was on the touch. Um, And the reason why we were looking at this is because it's really easy to go to God and, you know, go into his presence, but not really encounter him. Mm. And it was just looking at how different women in the Bible had um, a heart to heart connection with God and what that looked like and what their posture was and what we can take away from that. So Mm. we looked at three women. We looked at um, Hannah. We looked at the woman with an issue of blood and we looked at um, Northern at the Well. Yes. So let's start off with Hannah. So I love the story of Hannah. It's one that just, it just does a lot um, for me in terms of what our posture should look like in terms, not just like um, physically, like on our knees, but also what our heart posture should look like when we are going to God for a request. Um, and just to summarize the story for those that don't know it. So um, there's this guy, can't remember his name off the top of my head, um, but he has two wives, Penani and Hannah. And Penina has kids and she taunts Hannah all the time um, saying that you don't have kids, I have kids. And there's every single year um, they go to um, Shiloh to um, worship God. And there's always a time of sacrifice and the husband gives a portion to Penina and his kids and he always gives Hannah a double portion um, and that says to me a lot because it's like regardless of what we can do for God he always gives us um, a double portion he gives us more than we deserve or more than we can work for yeah. um, and that's just like first and foremost before we can do anything God has already done done it all um, and there's just this one time she has had it and she's just like, I can't take it anymore. What am I gonna do? Um, and her husband turns around and says to her, like, am I not worth more to you than 10 sons? Um, and I remember you saying something really specific about that mm. as well. Yeah, yeah um, it's found in 1 Samuel 1 verse 8. Um, and El- Elkanah, which is the husband, he says, Hannah, why do you weep and why do you not eat? And why is your heart sad? Am I not more to you than 10 sons? Um, and it really just struck me. And I believe that God is so good um, that in, in the season of waiting that I believe some people are in right now, in the season of waiting, um, we go to God with so many petitions and prayers that those prayers even become idols. Mm-hmm. And God asked us, asks us, should I say, mm. you know, am I not more to you than that degree you know yeah. am i not more to you than that business that you're really craving am i not yeah. more to you than that financial breakthrough. um breakthrough yeah. that you're praying and for that and, and that guy, guy. <laughs> Oof, father we believe you <laughs> that in due time okay. um but yeah and, and, and i believe that 
in the waiting, um, God is so gracious and so good to break down the idols yeah. in our hearts mm-hmm. um, that we believe will satisfy us. Yeah. Um, and, and he really causes us to look at him and to gaze upon his glory while we wait. And that repositions us. I yeah. really believe so. It, it postures us, as you said, in, in a correct way yeah. that we may properly receive what he does have for us. And it may not be the thing that you're praying for, but, but yeah. best better. believe, best believe that whatever does come will give him glory. Yeah. Um, um, whatever does come will give him glory and you'll probably be more satisfied in what you have um, because now you've, you're seeing it through the eyes of God and not, yeah. not, not necessarily through the eyes of um, idolism. Is that mm-hmm. a word? Yeah. Hallelujah. Um, I mean, we'll make it one. <laughs> we'll make it one, yes, Lord. Um, yeah, so um, even in the season of waiting, I, I, be, I believe God, God causes us to um, reposition ourselves and he causes us, causes those idols to be broken down so our perspective can can be on what he wants for us um, and to see what he wants for us as our greatest treasure and as our greatest desire Um, and it's just trusting that what he has for us is better yeah because in our minds in in our intellects we have planned our lives to the t and it makes sense you know um but yeah yeah Yeah. what do you think Susanna? no i agree i definitely agree with the positioning and the posture um, and understanding that what is most important to God is that we see things the way he sees them. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we when we do that, we actually start to recognize that actually um, what we think mattered, what we prioritize actually, you know, then it's nothing mm-hmm. um, in comparison to what he has for us. And we can then appreciate those things. And I've definitely seen it in my life that the things he has for me are always better than mm-hmm. what I would have wanted or expected or really believed I deserved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Your so, story yeah. is really funny and it really demonstrates that really well. Amen. Your uni story. Oh, my uni story. Yeah. Should we share? She's just relieving the moment. Um, Yes. um, For those of us um, that have applied for uni, you know that you have, you know, in the UK, sorry, you have different options. You have five choices. You have to put a firm and an insurance. I think for myself, I was very adamant on getting a specific university. I really wanted to go to this uni. I was set on it. I thought it was, I thought I deserved it. I was entitled. I worked hard, you know, my A-levels and all the stuff and I'd prayed. And I really believed that, you know, it was my right um, to go to that uni. And God literally, he flipped the script. Um, as, you, as you can um, imagine, I did not <laughs> go to that university and he put me in another one. He put me in the University of Manchester and here I am still in Manchester. And he really... To the glory of God. You really liked Amen. it, didn't you? You know, that's the thing. Yeah, I really, um, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the university. It has been one of the most incredible experiences of my life and everything that happened after, um, you know, moving to Manchester and everything has really taught me that this was better for me. Yeah. Um, anyway, what I thought I wanted, I actually didn't, didn't really want, didn't really understand, didn't really mm-hmm. need. And I can li- literally just in every single stage um, of my university life and after um, can really see God's hand. Literally, mm-hmm. he's been present at every stage. Yeah. Um, he showed me why, like, and I just, and I just know um, that this was best for me. Yeah. And it's crazy because when I, you know, was moving, I was obviously gutted and, and yeah. all the rest of it, you know, the different emotions that come with when you don't get what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Mm. God has been faithful. Yeah, that's so faithful good. Faithful and true. Faithful and true. It's funny yeah. how we look back in hindsight. Yeah. And we can always be like, oh God, you're so good. And you were there and you're so suffering. And God, yeah. you're really smart. How did yeah. you work all this out? Yeah, um, yeah he's God. Um, he's really good at doing that. Um, and one of the things that I really admired about the story was um, Hannah didn't give up. Because mm. um, you always have an option when you know there's something that you want mm. and something that you really desire. And you 
can't seem to get it. Mm. So you, you have two options where you can either give up mm. or you can get on your knees. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting on your knees is a very humbling, yeah. Yeah. very humbling. Yeah. Um, because I mustn't be speaking for myself here, but I, I feel like I'm pretty like, I can do a lot of things mm-hmm. and I can, I, can, I can work my way around a lot right. of things as well. Um, so I will always try different options mm. and, that, and then, mm. and that's the way I feel like I've been programmed to do things mm. is, God, you're my last resort. All I can do now is pray. <laughs> <laughs> when God should be the first, yeah. the first yeah. point yeah. of call. Yeah. Because if he doesn't go before me, I'm, I messed up. Yeah. Nothing's going to work. Yeah. Nothing's going to work at all. And she gets on her knees and she goes to this um, temple um, and the way that she is crying out to God, um, you can't even hear her, but her mm. mouth is moving. Mm. Um, and Eli, the priest, says, how, how can you come in here yeah. just being all drunk? Yeah. This is what the house of the Lord. Yeah, like, yeah, what yeah, are you yeah. doing here? Mm. And she's just so quick to be like, no, I'm not drunk. I'm just so deeply grieved. Mm. Um, and I think we've all come to that point in our lives where... Um, even though we're young, I feel like young people get a lot of stick like, oh, you've never been through anything. But yeah, we do. Yeah. We go through so much. Yeah. And we're just grieved by certain things. And we need God to intervene because there is no other way. We have come to the end of ourselves. Um, that Nothing can do anything for us. We can't do anything for us. And mm. we need God mm. to move because if he doesn't, it's just not going to work out. Um, and she she's just so grieved in mm. that way and um, that she's pouring her heart out to God. Um, and that is the posture that we should have, like pouring our hearts out to God. And it is a very tough and long process, especially when you're out of practice, mm. especially mm. with the, the buzz of everyday life where mm. you've got so many distractions. And mm. um, I remember saying in the session that I physically have to sit myself down yeah. away from distractions so yeah. that I can spiritually and emotionally get myself into that place. Yeah. Otherwise, I have distractions, not even like my phone, but my sister will be knocking at the door like, mommy, mm. <laughs> can I do this? And I'm just like, she has my heart. So that's a distraction right. for me. Mm. And I have to tell myself, like, no, this is me and God time. Yeah. We've scheduled it in, <laughs> so we're going to do it. Yeah. Um, and blocking that physical distraction out so I can be at that place where mm. I'm ready to pour out and receive from God. Yeah. Um, anyone else have any input on that? Um, I was just going to say, just very interestingly about the distraction, I want you to touch on the oyster cards. I really like the oyster cards. Oh, card. the oyster cards. The oyster One card. touch Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, but I remember watching a sermon by, um, I want to say John Piper, and he spoke about how how easy it is for believers to get distracted because sometimes we're unaware of the schemes of distractions. Yeah. Um, so I'll give an example. As you just said, um, your sister. Your sister. Yeah. yeah. And it's such a scheme um, of the devil to, to, to cause you, to distract you with the things that are not necessarily bad for you, but that are good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. not it's not that sin mm. that no. you don't want to do that's no. distracting you. You know, it's not that club anymore. It's it's, it's not so obvious. It's not that worship event. <laughs> you know, whatever it may be that we think are obvious distractions, are obvious water bottles. Mm. I don't know, whatever it may be. What, what else is on a traffic line? obvious cars in the way yeah you know but it's the music that sounds good it's your sister that you love it's your parents sometimes yeah it's a prayer call with a friend mm-hmm. you know and it's it's through those things that we get distracted yeah um but i think we, we need to really have our eyes open yeah um and treasure this time we have with 
with, with God and say, yeah. this is priority. Yeah. If I can't do this, it can't. I can't be fueled to yeah. do the other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So so distractions go way beyond mm. what is so easy to see mm. in with the eye and and what what may be quote unquote bad for mm. you. Mm-hmm. But sometimes distractions could be the good things. Mm. It could yeah. it could be the the times you want to encourage your sister, but mm. you know it's time for you to pray. Those are things that I you found know? really really yeah. hard. Yeah. Because it's like. Like you said, it's that they're the good things mm-hmm. and they are so a part of you. But God is like, okay. I want you to be a part of you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's like prioritizing. Yeah. Are you mm. going to be like Mary or are you going to be like Margaret? Martha. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, Margaret, maybe. She was like that as well. But Mary or Martha, are yeah. you going to sit at the feet of Jesus or mm. just be like, hey, Jesus, and then go about your work? Yeah. Um, BRB. Yeah. Mm. BRB, Jesus. Mm. Um. But yeah, I'm going to p- touch on the, the oyster card analogy mm. after we've spoken about the go in peace. Yeah. Um, so after Eli speaks to her, um, she's basically told him what's up. And um, she's, he says like, oh, the God of Israel will grant your petition. Mm-hmm. Go in peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I really struggled with because I'm just like, okay, God, I've just prayed now. Amen. Okay, I'm just going to grab it again and go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's not the response we're supposed to have. Like, yeah. he gives us peace. Like, yeah. peace is a person. Peace is Jesus. Yeah. And we exchange. That's why it says, cast your burdens. Throw them. Throw cares. them onto God because yeah. he cares. Yeah. Not pick them back again. Your mm. worries aren't like a bag of shopping that you've left in the wrong place. <laughs> and wow. you know, like when you're in the the you train station it. when they're like, if you see any unattended mm. items, <laughs> please alert. <laughs> please alert the, 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 like the security services. Like that mm. isn't our encounter with God. Yeah. That's not how we go into his presence. Mm. Yeah. Our burdens aren't like that un- unattended item. Yeah. It's mm. something that we have to leave there because he's paid for them. Intentionally. Mm. We need to see yeah. it as a delivery service. We yeah. are deliveroo. <laughs> he's paid for things to be delivered onto him yeah wow. because he cares for us yeah so we need to leave it there mm. and then walk away mm. but i feel like that is not that's not in our nature so we have mm. to be like i leave you here and leave with a word mm-hmm. and it's like the how it was exchanged um explained to me is like um trading cards mm. like we have all the crappy cards that no one wants yeah but jesus is the one that says the okay jumper. i'm gonna exchange my full set all my good ones for all your crappy ones yeah and that's what he says to us and that's the the image of what happens when we get into god's presence and we pour our heart out out onto him Mm -hmm. and i remember saying that i used to be afraid that i'd say the wrong things where god would smite me Mm. and just be like oh maybe i said the wrong things but then it's like no he's i've already thought them and he, he can see my thoughts yeah. and he already knows yeah. and I love the way that you talk to God Susanna it's just so inspiring sometimes <laughs> you're like Lord <laughs> what's going on like, Lord what's going on Lord <laughs> and it's just a real insight into your like your depth and vulnerability with him and your understanding of who he is as father mm. um, and how he wants to know mm. he know he knows your character he yeah. knows your frame he knows yeah. how you built up if you went up to him like father I am so deepest in <laughs> grief and worry that it's just like you're not explaining yourself in yeah. any way. But That's authentic, when yeah. it's not authentic, but Absolutely. God wants you to be as real yeah. as possible, mm. and just so that He can fill 
the truth into yeah. you again so yeah. that he can exchange mm. the crap and the, mm. dece- the, 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 the deception mm. of the enemy yeah. and give you truth. So when you leave mm. his presence, you're mm. not leaving with the lies. Mm. You're leaving with the word. Mm. Yeah. And who is the word? Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. And Jesus is our peace. You're leaving with something that's tangible. You're mm. leaving with something that is the rock of our foundation, mm. our salvation. He Amen. is something that we're leaving with. Mm. And that's what is so beautiful um, about being in a relationship with God. Um, and lastly, we're just going to touch on One Touch Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though we've spoken about Hannah and this amazing encounter, um, God doesn't want us to just have encounters. He wants us to abide. He wants us to remain. He wants us to stay. And the analogy of the oyster card is you just come and... And then you're off. And you're off. You're on. You're off. I don't live in London. I don't know how the system Uh, works. Just beat. Just (laughs) beat. Unless you're underage in it. Uh, Sometimes. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) If you lie to me, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But God wants us to abide. And that's the beauty of a relationship. Mm. We have a heavenly father Mm. who loves us so deeply. Who wants to walk with us. Like Mm. Abraham, he was a friend of God. Can you imagine God being your bestie? Mm. Like God being your bestie. Um. I remember in Crazy Crazy Love by Francis Chan, um, he uses the analogy where he's with his son and he's like, his son is like sat next to him and they're laughing and giggling together. And he's like, does your relationship with God look like this? And I was just like, mm. oh, okay. Does it? Mm, does good, it? Good question. Does it? Because that, that kind of relationship is uncomfortable and it goes against every single bit of our humanness. Mm. But that's the beauty of going on that journey because he slowly reveals himself to you. Um, he doesn't impose himself mm. onto you, but he allows you to go on a journey together mm. and he allows you to fall in love with him. And he's like, I've always loved you. Mm. <laughs> if God was in a movie and it was a person, he would probably be the creepy guy that was always like there. Like, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Yeah. But that is God. God has always been there just mm. speaking his love over us. And mm. now it's us tuning our ears mm-hmm to that love yeah. and tuning our ears to that way of being yeah. Um, so yeah so this has been the sound seed thank you so much for listening and remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community see you on the next episode <laughs>